Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the UMP. I really do appreciate it. If you've been listening for a long time, you know what to do, brother. Smack yourself on the ass so hard when the concussion hits, it blows you out your fucking kitchen window. If this is your first time listening, welcome. What I'm going to give you today is the goddamn template to text a girl onto a date. Now, I've talked about this somewhere before, but out of 300 episodes, we are dealing with probably about 6,000 minutes of content. And if you could do the math on that to how many hours that is, that's a lot of shit to get through just to find this template. So I have curated this for you. I'm going to give it to you verbatim. Get your pen and paper ready because you are going to want to write this down. I'm also gonna give some tips about how to text girls after you get their number, when to text them, the kinds of things to say, when to go for the hangout, and again, that template to close the hangout every single time without rejection. Yeah, right. Before I jump into the content, wanna read you guys an awesome email I got from one of my favorite clients who just graduated the program. This is from Addison. What is up, Addison? I hope you're doing well, brother. I know you still listen to the podcast. And of course, we still bro out in the Brotherhood Facebook group, which by the way, guys, all men who come through my program get lifetime access to the Brotherhood Facebook group. Hundreds of veterans in there that when you ask a question, they converge on it like piranhas, answer your question, give you advice. And we have a lot of fun in that group. You get lifetime access to it. And of course, you have access to it during your three-month coaching tenure which is what Addison just went through. Here we go. Hi, Mark. I wanted to reiterate how much this course has changed my life. I'm so grateful for the effort and love you put into your work, especially the coaching program. The weekly calls were so fun and I couldn't wait for them to roll around each week. You helped to guide me from an energy black hole to someone who no longer relies on validation from the external world and who exudes positivity. I can't even express how much this means to me. I'm so fucking happy and excited to keep going and continue to grow as an unapologetic man. This program drastically changed the trajectory of my life and I will forever be grateful. Well, Addison, it was great having you in the program, brother. And now that Addison has graduated from the program, he's gonna be one of the veterans in there that'll help you boys who come into the program with your questions. Him and several hundred other veterans will help you along the way. It is a beautiful thing. The brotherhood and the camaraderie we have in that program is something else, man. It's absolutely awesome. So if you wanna meet with me for a free breakthrough, one-on-one session on Zoom to talk about your issues, talk about your goals, go to my website. It's coachmarksing.com. Then what you wanna do is click on coaching, scroll to the bottom after you've been through the 600,344,544 testimonials and put in your application. It takes about three minutes. Then I will email you with my schedule and we will get on that one-on-one free Zoom consultation together. All right, gentlemen. So what is my job here as a dating coach? What is my job here in this podcast? I really wanna make this clear. I wanna tell you guys about my mission. So my job here is to turn you into a legendary coxman like Casanova himself. My job is to give you the ability to do more anal damage than Ron Jeremy in a midget colony, to get you so much sex that your penis looks like a shriveled burn victim hiding in the corner of your underwear, and you're gonna need Mark Singh's reanimating penis ointment just to get yourself back in the game. And I'll tell you what, boys, my purpose is very clear. 
My purpose is very much on point, and I will say I'm fucking damn good at what I do. So if you want to become that legendary coxman, just like Casanova himself, my friend said that to me the other day. Too. I was cracking up. I was like, oh, it's going on the podcast all day, my dude. Don't procrastinate. Hit me up. I have a few openings in the program right now, and we would love to have you. All right, guys, let's get into texting. Okay, so you landed a girl's phone number. Congratulations. Well, here's the situation, my friend. Getting a phone number is, when it all comes down to it, pretty damn easy. In fact, a lot of girls will give you their number just to get rid of you, just to avoid any kind of confrontation in the conversation. So unless you got her pretty damn attracted, the chances are she's not going to text you back. But if she does text you back, we want to have a good game plan in place so that you don't screw it up as many of you have, as well as I had in the past. So the first and most obvious question is, when do you text her? What I always suggest is to text her the next day at 6 p.m. Okay, why 6 p.m.? Well, first of all, it's because she's off work. She has enough time to banter before she goes to bed, and it gives you enough time to make the conversation stick so you can hopefully go for the hangout during that first banter session, get it on the books, get it going, and then get this girl on the hangout as soon as possible. When it all comes down to it, you know, I've built a lot of attraction over texting. It even could be said that I've made some girls fall in love with me over texting, but it's usually better to use texting as simply a means to set up the date, build a little bit of attraction, and then get the ball rolling. Okay, so some dating coaches say, dude, don't use texting for anything other than setting up the date. Some say it's a great place to build attraction. I'm kind of in the middle. I do some attraction building stuff. I definitely want to get her on a high note, which we're going to talk about in a second, but I'm not going to sit there for like three weeks fucking texting with her, trying to get to know her over texting. It's a bad way to do it. Now, that being said, I've done that before. I'm not going to lie to you. And that being said, women can fall in love strictly from texting if it really boiled down to it. You hear stories all the time of like pen pals falling in love with each other or guys in jail who seduce women purely through letters. So make no mistake, brother, like texting is super powerful and the ability of the written word to elicit emotions in women is nothing to be trifled with. It's extremely powerful. So with that being said, you get her phone number and then you text her the next day at 6 p.m. What you want to do in that very first text is to try to make her laugh in some way. And what I always suggest is to refer back to the first conversation. Okay, in the first conversation, hopefully you guys had some time to banter. You guys laughed a little bit. You had a joke that you and her shared where it created a good moment. What you want to do typically is refer back to that good moment, the highest moment in the conversation if you can, provided you didn't milk that highest moment, meaning just go with it and go with it until it dried out on its own. But it was a high moment in the conversation where she kind of cracked up. Now, as a lot of you guys know, I'll often accuse girls of being an ice cream man. So when I send that first text, and this is a text that I send all the time, I always say something like, hey, I saw an ice cream truck going 150 miles per hour down the 405 freeway. I know there's an ice cream man convention in Anaheim, but slow down, you're going to kill someone. Okay, so I don't say, hey, it's Mark, how are you? Or, hey, it's Mark, remember the guy from yesterday? Um, I was wondering if you wanted to hang out this weekend, okay? We're not going for the hangout just yet. What we're doing is assuming she remembers us by talking about something common that made her laugh in that first conversation, not saying who we are, and brother, don't go for the fucking hangout on your first text. 
And this is where I disagree with some dating coaches. They're like, just go for it. Just go in. And, and dating coaches will also tell guys to go for the number every single time. I strongly disagree with that. That is setting yourself up for failure because you're putting yourself in a negative reaction matrix, meaning women are saying no to you and that's going into your subconscious mind, making you feel like shit about approaching women. What I teach is we don't even go for the phone number unless we get very clear signs of attraction and we know pretty damn well that she'll give it to us so that we're in a positive energy matrix. We're getting positive feedback from women. Okay, but back to my point. First text should make her laugh in some way, refer to what you two spoke about. I will often talk about something that pertains to what she does for a living because what she does for a living usually comes up in our first conversation. Why does it come up? Because I have a three-step process to make her absolutely crack up when she asks me what I do or I ask her what she does. So that's a different podcast. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it, I recorded it under. I'll probably do it again in the future. So you got to keep listening. But the basic premise is make her laugh in that first text. I'll often base it on something I said about her work in that first conversation. For example, I met a nurse once and I say, hey, I was just talking to the old people at the hospital and they say that you choke them out anytime they piss you off. Not cool, Nicole, not cool. Okay, now, if she's a slut, she's gonna be like, who is this? Because she's given her number to 15,000 guys and she's told 15,000 guys she's a nurse. So it's kind of a test too to see if she remembers me. And you also wanna give them that softball that they could hit a home run with. You wanna lay up something for them that they can have fun with boys. Because like I always say, girls just want to have fun. So you lay up like, hey, you choke out all the dudes at the hospital. Uh, not cool, Nicole, not cool. And she's like, no, I don't. Like, you're, you're the one who chokes out everybody at your job. Now you guys are bantering. I met a teacher once who was like a teacher in sixth grade. And I was like, hey, I'm here with one of your students. And she says that when you get mad, you pick up chairs and break windows with it. Not cool, Tiffany, not cool. Okay, something like that, dot, dot, dot she can reply back. Now, when it comes to that first text, I teach heavily on it in my three-month coaching program. I give tons of options, but here's another one that works really well. This is for you, Brett, because you always say this is your favorite one. This one is fucking killing for Brett, and it kills for a lot of my other clients too. It's Mark to Kelly, come in, Kelly, over. Okay, so Mark to Kelly, come in, Kelly, K-S-H, over, dot, dot, dot. And it's meant to symbolize like a two-way radio, right? Like walkie-talkies, like Mark to Jason, come in, Jason, over. And every time, guys, without fail, the girl replies, this is Kelly, come in, over, right? I actually did this one to Marissa, my current girlfriend. It was the first text I sent her. She was on it. She laughed. We had a great time. It built up that vibe, which is super fucking important. And then I was able to go for the hangout. I just said, building up the vibe is super important. Why? Because from the time you first spoke to her, which hopefully, brother, you got her pretty attracted to you, to the time you text her at 6 p.m. the next day, her emotions are not the same. Her attraction for you is not the same. She may be in a bad mood. She may be bummed from work. We don't know. So we have to build up that vibe again. And texting is the way we build up that vibe. So with Marissa, I was like, Mark to Marissa, come in, Marissa, over. And I remember it clearly. She was hella funny. She was like, this is Sergeant Major Marissa, send it. I'm like, damn, she said send it, which is like military jargon. I was like, this chick's the shit right here. So we bantered, right? And we banter for probably like three to five texts. And then on a high note, boys, when she's laughing, you go for the hangout. So what I suggest is that first text refers back to something in the first conversation, gives her that softball layup, makes her laugh. 
She comes back with some banter. You guys banter back and forth for three, four, five, six, maybe up to 10 texts. When she's on a high note, you go for the hangout. Okay, a high note is when she's laughing. A high note is when she's feeling good. She's replying quickly. She's putting effort into her texts. Okay, then you go for the hangout. Here's the way to go for the hangout. Write this down. The first thing you say is, so hey, you seem pretty cool. I think we owe it to ourselves to hang out sometime. Do you agree with this brilliant conclusion? Kind of makes them laugh, says straight up, you seem cool. What does that imply? It says, hey, you seem cool, but I don't know. It shows her you're the selector. Like, hey, you seem cool. When I say that to you, it's from that upper to lower kind of dynamic, right? It's like, I'm the authority. You're the one submitting the application. You seem cool, Brian. So why don't we hang out sometime, right? You seem cool, Kelly. You seem cool, Jessica. Why don't we hang out sometime? So here it is again. So, hey, you seem pretty cool. I think we owe it to ourselves to hang out sometime. Do you agree with this brilliant conclusion? I like that part. Do you agree with this brilliant conclusion? Because it kind of makes her laugh, puts her on a high note, and most of the time she'll say yes. Okay, so she says, yes, I definitely agree with this brilliant conclusion. The next text you send is cool, period. What's your week looking like? Question mark. Okay, why do we do this? The reason we do this is because we want her to give us her availability rather than us saying, well, do you have Friday free? Okay, why wouldn't we want to say, do you have Friday free? Because she could say, no, no, I don't have it free. I'm tied up. Now we're in the jackass position where we're offering her days. We're looking thirsty. We're looking try hard. We're looking needy. So instead we say, what's your week looking like? She says, oh, I have Thursday and Saturday free. Then you say, perfect. On Thursdays, I like to go to XYZ place. They have an awesome happy hour. If you promise to behave yourself and not burn the joint down, you should come with me. Okay, so why do we say it that way? I go to this place anyway. That's communicating that you're gonna do this anyway with or without her. If she doesn't come, you'll invite another friend or for all she knows, you're gonna invite another girl. So you say, cool, I like to go to XYZ place on Thursdays. If you promise to behave yourself and not burn the place down, which is obviously there to make her laugh, you should come with me, okay? That sets the perfect precedence. All right, now she says something along the lines of, ha, 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 yeah, sounds good. Okay, so you're leading her, you're controlling it, you're making her laugh, and you're saying things so as not to back yourself into a corner. Can you see how this works? You're not throwing out days that you're hoping she has free, you're asking for her days free, and then you're saying, hey, if you behave yourself, you can come with me on this fucking thing I'm doing anyway. Guys, this is so genius, man. This has worked so many times, not only for myself, but for my clients as well. Okay, now we show a little bit of chivalry, boys, a little bit of chivalry up in this jank. Would it be more convenient if I picked you up or would you rather meet there? Okay, why do we do this? Because sometimes women, and rightfully so, have some trepidation about meeting a strange guy, particularly off of like Tinder, Hinge, or Bumble. So we give her the option to meet us there or we can come pick her up. Now she says, for example, I think I'd rather meet there. Then this is like Jedi level shit. I love this, man. I created this like, I don't know, eight years ago and it kills ever since. You say, okay, I'll text you on the day of, let's say it's Thursday. So you'll say, okay, I'll text you on Thursday with the address. Sound good? And she says, sounds good. Okay, and you're like, cool, see you then. That's it, that's it. Now, why do I say I'll text you the day of the date with the address? Think about it, bro, you're a smart guy. Why would I say I'll text her the day of with the address? Why wouldn't I just text her with it right there? 
The reason is, and this is the Jedi level shit, it's a non-needy confirmation of the date on the day of. So let's say you guys set up the date on Tuesday. You guys are meeting on Thursday. Well, if you just assume she's going to show up, she might not show up. But if you follow up with her like at 12 p.m. and let's say the date's at 6 and you're like, hey, don't forget about our date, right? Like make sure you show up. It looks needy. So instead what you do is you follow up anyway because you have to give her the address of the venue. You see how that works? Fucking genius. So you say, cool, I'll text you the day of, meaning Thursday, with the address. Sound good? She says, sounds good. Now, if she says, yes, you can pick me up, you do the same thing. Cool, I'll text you on Thursday for your address. Sound good? She says, sounds good. You say, cool, have a good night, okay? And you end it right there. So the day of Thursday comes, you either text her with the address of the venue so that you two can meet there, or you text her for her address. She sends it to you. And then I always say this, cool, I'll see you then. I'll be the guy dressed as a homeless man. Now, somewhere in there too, and I talked about this in a recent previous episode about 10 things most men are afraid to ask about women and dating. Somewhere in there, I'll tell her to dress casual. And then right around this point in the conversation, when we've nailed down the date, I'll say, cool, see you then. I'll be the guy dressed as a homeless man, which kind of makes her laugh. But generally, when it comes to how you should dress, go listen to that podcast. It's called 10 Things You've Been Afraid to Ask About Women and Dating. Okay, so let's go through the whole goddamn again. Okay, real quick. On a high note, you're making her laugh. You say, you know what? You seem cool or you seem fun. I think we owe it to ourselves to hang out sometime. Do you agree with this brilliant conclusion? She says, ha ha, yes. Cool. What's your schedule looking like this week? I'm free on Thursday and Saturday. Perfect. I like to go to XYZ place on Thursdays. If you promise not to get drunk and burn down the place like you did that bar last week, you should come with me. Of course, you can tweak that based on your feelings from her. She says, ha ha ha, fair enough. Then you say, would it be more convenient if I picked you up or would you rather meet there? She says something like, I'd rather meet there. You say, cool, I'll text you on Thursday with the address. Sound good? She says, sound good. Boom, date set up. If she says, you can come pick me up, you simply say, cool, I'll text you on Thursday. I usually say like Thursday afternoon for your address. Sound good? Question mark. Sounds good, she says. Boom, the date set up. You guys are going to meet on Thursday and you're going to get a little bit of sick duck on that date, my friend. If you don't know what sick duck means, just flip the S and the D and you will know all about it. All right. Now, one more thing I want to mention. A lot of guys ask me, well, how much should I text with her between when I set up the date and the date itself? Once or twice a day, just a quick dip in, dip out, not a big deal. If she wants to text a lot, then you can, I don't know, give her about 80% of what she wants. That works into the 80-100 rule. Kind of be available, kind of don't. You can work some gambits. I give tons of fucking gambits about texting in my coaching program, kissing university, push-pull type stuff, breaking rapport, just all kinds of good shit. So if you want to get really to Jedi-level texting, come join my program. Again, you can apply to meet with me for free on a one-on-one breakthrough session. Go to my website, coachmarksing.com. Click on coaching, fill in the goddamn slap in the Jesus, and you and I will get on that one-on-one session together. In the meantime, boys, I want to let you know that if you're not generating a lot of attraction in that first conversation, there's a high chance she's not going to text you back. If she does text you back, it's absolutely imperative that you make her laugh on that first text and you stand out from the rest of the idiots who are just like, hey, what's up? What are you doing on Thursday? I'm I'm telling you guys, like 90% of dudes do that. It's fucking horrible. So all you have to do is just differentiate yourself a little bit 
and you'll be closing dates like clockwork. When it comes to this template, I strongly suggest you use it verbatim in that exact order that I outlined. Sometimes girls will answer in different ways where you have to kind of adjust. I'm hoping you have the intelligence to be able to adjust on your feet, but this basic template, this basic structure has proved true time and time and time again. So if you didn't, I'd get out a pen and paper and write that shit down and use it the next time you set up a date. And when it kills, which I know it will, you're going to be like, damn, this fucking idiot knows what he's talking about. I'm going to get on that call with him, which happens to a lot of my clients. They're like, yo, I used this one thing you did in episode XYZ and it fucking crushed. That's when I knew I needed to sign up with you. And if that's the evidence you need, go ahead and get it, brother. I'm highly 100% confident it's going to work for you. All right, gentlemen, that's it for me in this episode. I hope you enjoyed it, got some value from it. If you did, I'd very much appreciate that five-star review. Email me at coachmarksing at gmail.com and I will send you a bunch of cool shit. I want to give you that power to be so sexually attractive that you're able to do more anal damage than Ron Jeremy in a midget colony. I heard that on a TV show the other day. I was like, yo, I have to say that on my podcast. That's some funny shit. And you guys often ask me, like, where do you get all this funny shit from? Bro, I just like steal it. I just hear it on TV shows. Other people say it. I hear a lot of funny stuff in nightclubs. Other pickup artists say it. Girls say funny shit to me. And I just write it down. I just remember it. And that's why I'm always able to come with this fresh content. I'm just constantly screening for like anything funny. And I write it down in my notes. And I do have to say, I do create some stuff myself. The whole smack yourself in the ass thing. I'm pretty sure I created that. A lot of the stuff in the conversation sniper I created. So sometimes, I don't know, it just comes to me. And it's because I'm in that flow state, which I talked about in lightening the fuck up episode about four episodes ago. So that's the way I'm able to do it. Anyway, gentlemen, I do thank you again for listening. I got another awesome one dropping on Monday. So make sure to stay tuned for that one. And I will see you in the next episode. Yeah.